Welcome to Witness and Ponder. I'm Coach Karen, and my mission is to make a difference in the difference makers. This space is an invitation for you to ponder why you do what you do, learn ways to do what you want to do, as well as witness inspiring accounts of others who've already figured it out. Of all the thousands of emotions that there are, sadness is one that we don't like to invite. In fact, we try our best to block sadness, to distract sadness, and to ignore sadness because no one likes to feel sad. And we certainly don't like watching our loved ones feeling sad either. This Ponder episode gives sadness the dignity and respect that she deserves, and it will hopefully lessen your fear of her because some things are tear-worthy and God awaits to collect them from us. God gave us sadness, and we live in a world that calls upon her all the time. So let's get up close and personal with her and discover the beauty and the value she actually has for us. Ripped and torn and scattered and broken, that was the landscape in the aftermath of the deadly tornado that left a swath of destruction from Nashville to Cookville, Tennessee a couple years ago. As if it decided to take a drive down Interstate 40, it is marked as a black horizontal dash on the map. That dash reflects so much and has been resuscitated by thousands of volunteers who have come to its aid. In the immediate aftermath of the terror and loss, recovery efforts included milling through debris and items we also often dismiss as stuff. Rightly so when compared to the value of life, but we mustn't offhandedly dismiss its value. In that stuff are things like a little boy's teddy bear that, when found after a two-hour search, brought him the solace and comfort he needed. In that stuff is a life we have built with others. In that stuff are memories and remnants of who we are or once were. There is an account of a young woman who understood about the stuff and encouraged other volunteers to take care with the items they were sorting into piles. She saw the living that took place in the stuff and she meant to honor it. Mourning is a form of honoring. It is the action that moves us through grief. Our city was mourning at that time, and we continue to move through our grief with extraordinary accounts of people continuing to come together to rebuild. There is hope, a hope that was born by hearts that came alongside others in sadness and determination. Sadness. Most of us don't like to be sad. We do our best not to be sad. We protect our children from sadness. You know what I'm talking about when we tell each other to cheer up or distract someone from the feeling in the feels. We want to circumvent that emotional highway at all costs. It doesn't feel good. It's embarrassing and it's disruptive. But when we do that, we can miss out on something significant. Sadness is purposeful. Sadness is honoring. Sadness is cleansing. Sadness is necessary. Yet we often won't allow ourselves to sit in it, let it run through us, and then be on its way. That's what feelings do. They move through us and go on their way. But we take a cautionary approach to sadness because we're afraid we'll get stuck in it. We fear that it might bring up or turn into something we can't handle. Counter to what we may think, sadness is a normal, healthy, positive emotion that allows us to deal with painful experiences. It can be cathartic and relieve tension, 
Clinical psychologist Robin D. Post, Ph.D., says, quote, It aids in empathy for ourselves and what we're going through, but it's also an emotion that can help us access other people's pain and suffering. Post explains that sadness is also one feature of depression. They're closely tied, but not exactly the same. Being sad is normal and healthy and will pass. Depression has a negative impact on your life and needs to be addressed to get you back to a healthy, functional place again. Depression. I like the simple way to tell the difference between sadness and depression offered by Guy Winch, Ph.D. He says sadness is being sad about something and depression is being sad about everything. Sadness is healthy, depression is not. Sadness is short-term, accomplishing its goal within a two-week time frame. Grief. Grief is an extension of sadness. It's a normal reaction to tremendous loss. It lasts longer than sadness and it has stages. I believe grief is God's invitation to climb into his lap and weep with him. Grief and sadness are healthy works of the heart that, for the most part, we try to avoid. But when we do, we forfeit experiencing the still depths of insight, relief, and abiding with God. We deny others the chance to sit with us and feel with us in a shared honoring of a wrong, loss, or an injustice. Some things are tear-worthy and God awaits to collect them from us. Do sadness with God. Don't be afraid of sadness. Instead, allow sadness to bring honor to places in your heart that have been painful. Sit in it. Journal it. Create art with it. Pray through it. But most importantly, allow it to move through you. Do sadness with God and with a trusted friend who can just sit with you in it. And eventually, become that friend that can sit with others, whether in a brief moment or in the aftermath of a storm. Storms pass, and so does sadness. Both invite us to rebuild. Jesus wept and was sad over Jerusalem. He had compassion on the masses and was repeatedly disappointed by his disciples. Jesus knows sadness, but his sadness contains hope and determination too. He didn't discount his sadness, even knowing the hope that he would bring to eradicate it. No, he honored and practiced sadness often. Sadness, grief, and depression are closely tied, but as you can see, they're different. The families in Nashville that withstood tremendous loss of life and property will be grieving for quite a while. The sadness of the relief workers moved them to compassionate action, as well as helped them connect emotionally and spiritually with those afflicted. And yes, there is a very real threat of situational depression given these circumstances. But while each of these are different, they are meant to be shared. They are not a solitary path. Loneliness doesn't have to be a profile of any of these. Reach out and ask someone to not fix or distract you, but to just be sad with you. Thank them for their company and move on. Don't ruminate or stay stuck in sadness because Sadness is a friend that is okay with saying goodbye. The Bible says there is a time for everything. It gives us permission to walk this road in the company of a God who knows sadness well and invites us to join him. He beckons us to shed a tear for our loss, for injustice, and for this fallen world we live in because he, above all, understands. 
time now for the Coaching Corner, a place to ponder, plan, and act upon the change you want to see in your life. The Coaching Corner is meant to help you ponder within for insights, look outside for examples and support, and take action with God to achieve it. Ponder. Ponder what you really believe about sadness. Do you see it as a healthy, valuable, and permissible way to deal with some of life's circumstances? Or do you avoid it, are afraid of it, or distract yourself from it? How do any of these ways impact your relationship with God and with others? Witness Sadness is not meant to be a solitary experience. It allows others in. It bridges the gaps between people with empathy and can connect us in special ways. Who is someone you can go to when you're sad? Someone who won't fix you or distract you, but will sit with you in the sadness. Are you able to be that someone for others? Action. Sadness is a feeling that is meant to be moved through. When we ruminate on something, we can get stuck. So keep in mind that sadness is a friend who is always okay with saying goodbye. Take some action steps to develop your self-awareness around this feeling. Notice what your body does when you're sad. Your breath, your muscles, your body language, the timbre of your voice, your eyes, your nose, etc. Identify what circumstances typically stimulate sadness. Next time you watch a movie, observe how they portray sadness in the characters. Do they depict it as good or bad? What music do they play? What lighting do they use? What's the weather? What words do they use? Watch the movie Inside Out by Pixar to see the value that sadness brings and how it can coexist with joy. If you or someone you know has been experiencing sadness for a prolonged period of time, consult a professional to understand the signs and levels of depression. And remember, you're never alone. Thanks for walking this hard emotional road this week with sadness. Come back next week where you'll explore your perception of how you follow Christ. What does that look like? And how does that impact your best self? And hey, when you subscribe, rate, and review, you make a difference in helping others make a better difference too.